Welcome to my podcast. I'm Libby Rothschild of Business Branding and Building. I'm a registered dietitian certified personal trainer. I've been a certified personal trainer for over 10 years. And as a registered dietitian, I manage nine streams of income. I am here to help you position yourself as an expert among your niche, make a lasting impact, and manage multiple streams of income as well. Join us, join me and our guests, and get inspired. Hello, today I wanted to talk a little bit about rebranding and my other favorite topic, which is getting started in business. So I want to reflect a little bit on some of my personal stories of my progressions and share that with you, hopefully as learning experiences and reflections. So I wanted to talk first and foremost about rebranding on Instagram, but really just within my business. And then I also want to talk about how to get started and what that means. So let's start with the rebranding topic. Now, I have changed my name three times now, my handle on Instagram. And I know what you're thinking. Is she crazy? Why is she changing her name so many times? Should she do that? Is that confusing? Why is she doing it? Can you please clarify? So I'm here today to talk a little bit about why, what that means, and and why rebranding and choosing a name that's most appropriate to what I'm doing was the best decision for me in my business. So I want to give a little bit of context here. I did start my Instagram as the productive dietitian, uh, I believe a year and a half ago. And when I started that, I thought it was a cute name because I like productivity. So to me, creating a name that was authentic uh, and I was like, oh, it's not taken. That's cool. You know, again, I went into Instagram knowing nothing. Okay. So I learned as I go and I thought it was a name that reflected me and I thought that it was catchy and I still think it's, it's a cute name, but I'm going to tell you why I changed it to my full name, which is Libby Rothschild. So after being on Instagram, I can't remember, it might have been somewhere like six months or so. Uh, It might have been a few more months than that. It might have been like eight months. I decided to go from productive dietitian to Libby Rothschild. Now, at that time, I did, I've always had the website name Libby Rothschild, which is a good idea. So if you're in business, if your uh, full name is available, you should purchase that as a domain name. So that's nice. All right, so I'm, I'm here with Libby Rothschild as my website, which I, by the way, only created after being on Instagram. I was a little resistant with the whole website thing, which can be an entirely different podcast, podcast episode. I just want to talk about rebranding in the sense of your name on Instagram. Well, that's my example. So I changed it from Productive Dietitian to Libby Rothschild because I thought, you know what? I think that it's good to be clear with who I am and my name is going to be more consistent. And and I thought to myself, okay, since I'm a speaker and I do different things, it makes sense that my name is uniform. And I thought switching it from productive dietitian to Libby Rothschild would create some type of continuity. And I still to this day think Libby Rothschild is better than productive dietitian, but it wasn't the best. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why I switched it to what my name is now. And I do want to say a little bit about productive dietitian, why that's a failure in my eyes. So productive dietitian, you would assume, okay, this dietitian is going to teach you how to be productive. 
Okay. So that would mean you, you might assume that I'm going to teach you maybe how to be productive with your meal planning, how to be productive with your mindset, how to be productive with your life. And, and productivity is exceptionally important. If you know me on any level, I'm a huge fan of productivity. But I think it's a little misleading, productivity in general, because what's far more important than productivity is focus. So if you're working in your business and you don't have any idea or concept as to what's most important, what's your most important task, what's your most important goal, and how to goal set and how to look at the big picture, if you're missing that in your business, productivity is meaningless. It's called the rat race. If you're familiar, uh, the nine to five work schedule, you're working, 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 you show up, you create some kinds of systems, but the problem comes when you don't understand what your focus is. So I don't want to sell you on productivity. I want to sell you on focus. I want to help you create a business that's really going to help bring clarity to who you're helping, why, and I want there to be uh, extreme focus. And so when you're goal setting in your business, it's important to know what's most important, what's going to bring some type of return or help you with your long-term goals. And again, I think every business breakthrough comes with focus and not productivity. Productivity goes hand in hand with focus, but you, you can have focus without productivity. Absolutely. But you cannot... Uh, have okay so you can be focused and not productive but if you're productive um, and not focused you lose so that's why I think focus is more of an important concept to teach I think it's very abstract to let people know that I'm the productive guru when then they lose sight of of really focus so when I was looking to change my name that was my initial thought and then I went to Libby Rothschild and then I worked with Rachel Paul who is a good friend of mine I would consider her a mentor and she's a business partner we collaborate together she challenged me to change my name once again so I'm going to tell you that story now I'm going to tell you a little bit about our relationship and how she's helped me because she's been a really profound uh, resource for my business and specifically my Instagram. And I really appreciate that because we help each other. And it's really a great relationship. And the fact that, you know, how we work together inspires our students, which is great. So we co-facilitate a mastermind where we help registered dietitians improve their focus, niche down, grow and set up systems to monetize on Instagram. It's very specific to Instagram. So it's not social media in general, although a lot can be translated to other platforms, the examples we use and, and you know, the specificity in the posts and the navigating how Instagram works, it's, it's all very specific to that platform. So we offer a mastermind right now. We're all full um, and we don't have any current openings for the future. But if you are interested, check out the link in my bio on Instagram and join our email list and we'll keep you updated. So what I will say is we've turned our mastermind into a course, which just launched very recently, a couple of weeks ago. We're really excited about it. And this course is basically taking our education component of the mastermind and really expanding on it and breaking down how to niche down with examples 
how to gain clarity in your content for video and photo, how to create stories that are meaningful and authentic and engaging, how to create systems to monetize, how you possibly can monetize. And then, of course, we talk all about captions, how to storytell using captions and video and a lot of other fun, really relevant information uh, to help you get started and treat Instagram as a business. So when Rachel and I work together, uh, you know, a lot of what we do is helping, you know, we give individualized feedback to dietitians in a small group and that's the mastermind. And then again, we have people purchase the course and they take the course self-paced. And then we've also had, uh, you know, we've had a combination. So people who just take the course or people who take the course and do our mastermind. And then I am a coach to dietitians as well. So I will do some one-on-one coaching, small packages or medium term coaching with dietitians. So with that work, I will say uh, along the way, Rachel had asked me. Now, it's funny because I I can't remember. I think I might have asked her because she's a huge stickler on handles for Instagram. And so she's the one that really drove home in our mastermind challenges, you know, the students, you know, how clear is your handle? And she's really good with that. And so, you know, I had asked her, you know, Rachel, I, what do you think about my handle? Should I switch Libby Rothschild? And she said to me, I think you need to. I think it's important. And let's do it together. And she helped me and we troubleshooted the, the process. And what we came up with was nutrition business. And the reason that nutrition business is more clear and effective is because when you're on Instagram and you have not even three seconds, I'm going to go with point two seconds to understand or to look at someone's feed. You want to know how they can help you. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, it's just a fact, you know, I'm not a, you know, a public figure yet. What I mean by that is, you know, I am not known to the extent of, let's say, Joy Bauer. Okay. So if I were to use a handle, if my name is famous in my space, it completely makes sense to keep your name if you are celebrity status or in our field, our niche field, someone who's as popular as Joy Bauer, a registered dietitian who's been around for decades and made a name of her career. She's probably my favorite in the field because she's done so much. And she's really always who I mention in presentations and when I reference, you know, someone who's been in so many different uh, fields. What I mean by that is she's done clinical. I believe she did management, best-selling book, multiple. She's on TV. So she's crossed over from clinical to media. She's really done it all. And it's really impressive. So I like to use her as an example. So it would make sense if someone like Joy Bauer keeps their name for Instagram. But for those of us who are not yet at that status, I think it's important to realize a name on Instagram is it should fit what you are selling and it should also hit on pain points. So if possible, and the pain points mean the problems. So if you can't hit on a problem, you should be clear. So for example, Rachel's handle is college nutritionist, which is really simple. And then her second business is wedding nutritionist, which is equally simple. And also Rachel is known for being simple. So shout out to my friend and partner, Rachel, for, you know, showing us how simplicity wins and helping so many dozens of our students, you know, encouraging them to change their name. That's definitely her specialty is clarification, clarity in the name. So when it comes 
comes to my story and my experience, we're troubleshooting and I'm saying to her, gosh, you know, should I really change my name again? Isn't it confusing? And she said to me, I think it's going to be more clear. And we talked about it. And here's how the conversation went. When people see you, they see your nutrition business. They know that's how you are going to help them. Also, when I show up in comments, when I'm corresponding with my target audience ideal client, people who don't know me see that they're intrigued. They want to know what can I do with their nutrition business? How can I maximize their revenue, their profit, their visibility, their impact? And that really feeds to my bottom line and my elevator pitch. So you want to think of your name as being a summary of your elevator pitch. Again, you don't want your name long. You don't want it too hard to pronounce. Uh, You don't want a lot of like numbers or anything kind of funny in there. But what you do want is imagine if you're leaving a comment on your ideal client's post and someone that doesn't know you comes across your comment. First of all, your comment should relate back to what you do. And we discuss that in the course in depth. We give specific examples of behavior and strategies on Instagram that are organic, which lead to helping you increase leads into customers and help you generate more revenue. And so what helps with the whole personal branding and brand recognition aspect is that when people who don't know you see your name, they feel that you have the potential to solve their problems. And that is why I changed from Libby Rothschild to nutrition business, because nutrition business talks about what you do and gets us on the same page and intrigues folks who have a nutrition business or who want one or who are in one and want to improve theirs versus my name, Libby Rothschild, which doesn't associate with nutrition business yet. Now, my website is still Libby Rothschild, and that's a different story. You know, Rachel and I both think it's okay to have a website that is different from your handle. Now, if you do have the same one, that's great. But on Instagram, the goal is to catch attention in seconds or less. And so during those seconds, you want everything to make as much sense as possible to lead back to your elevator pitch, and it should help you with sales. So again, that's why I changed my handle. I don't regret it. I'm happy to do it. I've gotten good feedback, but I also have gotten dozens of questions asking me, you know, why and should you change your handle too? And so I have helped clients change their handle. Some are willing, some are hesitant. And we've had, I would say a lot, I I haven't quantified, I would say at least 60% or more, maybe even 80% of our students that have been in our mastermind have changed their feed, their handle, and they've grown by over 10 10 plus, you know, thousand followers, which has been great. And it's just that clarification with niching down and following the strategies, the organic strategies that we teach, which helps you, you know, gain more comments and likes on your posts and clicks to your site and subscribers on your email list and visibility, etc. So that however you've set up your dream with how you want to monetize your feed, meaning let's say you want to monetize it through getting people to sign up for your services, you know, you want more clicks. So if you want more clicks, you have to develop a system for how you're going to get more clicks. And that's business. So once you take Instagram as a business, you realize that your name should lead, should help, should encourage 
your ideal clients and your current clients to click the link in the bio and either be on your email list or find some way to funnel them into what you what your services and or products and services are. So that's important. So I just wanted to address that because you know what, uh, per- rebranding and uh, going back on my name and changing it is a part of the process of me just getting more focused, more focused with my Instagram, more focused with my business and more focused with how I communicate with my ideal and current clients. And the reason I say current is because I'm trying to, you know, anyone who fits into my niche, registered dietitians in business, uh, I want to help them. And so it's really important to me because I have clients that are part of, let's say they, they upgrade. So they are a student of my mastermind and then they want me to coach them one-on-one or maybe they coach me one-on-one and then they want to buy one of my courses. So that's called a retention in business. So when you have reten- high retention, that means that you're able to upsell your clients and you want to create systems like that for your clients too. And part of creating strong systems for retention is making sure that you're really clear with what you do, what you offer, and your strategies of how you're engaging. So I wanted to mention that, and I also wanted to mention how to get started. So getting started is, you know, the reason I wanted to bring up these two topics today in our brief podcast together is because rebranding and getting started, to me, my story is that they go hand in hand. So let's imagine this, you know, it it is a little awkward to have changed my name three times, but I'm going to, you know, I'm over it. Uh, But I'm going to say it like this. If I never would have started on productive dietitian and then went to Libby Rothschild and then went back to nutrition business all within a year and a half, I wouldn't have been able to really gain so much clarity with my business, my market research strategy, and my my content strategy, because that's changed as well. And so I do think it's important when I say get started to just put content out. Now, you don't want to just blindly upload. You want to upload with some intention and and strategy. But what you want to do is evaluate that. And you want to start somewhere. So even if your photography skills aren't great and you still want to get some experience with posting, uh, with taking your own photos, get out there, post those photos, put them up, check your stats, you know, see your engagement rate and then see how you can improve for the next uh, upload and say you're not a photographer like me and you have other ways of communicating. It's really important that you just put content out that reflects you know, the problems of your target audience. So you do want to start talking to them. You can create surveys. We show you that in our course. There's a lot of different ways to perform market research. I also do interviews. My podcast, when I have guests, is part of market research. DMs are part of market research. I have pe- I just listen. So a big part of market research is just listening to what people tell you are their struggles and then responding to that through content. So once you're able to do that by just first putting content out there and then you're going to look at stats, evaluate, do it again, do a better job. When I say better, I mean more specific and more targeted. You will build on that. So you will be able to build on how you can more closely hone in on solving your ideal client's problems. When you when you look at the stats, you look at the whole picture and you really see how can my content help improve and then be more clear. And then you talk to your ideal client. Now, don't just talk to everyone. 
Because the worst thing you can do is ask a random person on the street and say, how do you like my Instagram? Or maybe you just assume that if your mom says it's okay or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or someone at your job, they're like, oh yeah, that's great. I'm just going to be honest with you right now. That's not the strategy that I recommend. And the reason is you want your ideal client to tell you how they perceive your your content. You want your ideal client to tell you what you could do to to you know create a more valuable experience for them. Now in order to find out, it it's, it might take some time and some patience, but once you have a strategy, it's really going to help. So for me an example of, you know, although it's not content per se, it's my name as I had mentioned earlier. Uh, that's an example. So what I did as I spoke with Rachel about it, Rachel said to me, I think your name would be more clear if you changed it to involve the word business in it. And you still want to, you know, was it dietitian business? We, we came up with nutrition business together. And, and then I put it out there. And I think that's an example. Now, I didn't ask, obviously, Rachel, you know, we are close. Okay, we're partners. But I didn't ask that to just anybody. I'm not going to have that conversation about my name with just any dietitian or anyone on, on the street my boyfriend, I'm going to have that conversation with someone who has high business acumen, and that's Rachel. Or if I were to ask a group of dietitians, what, you know, what would help you most? Or if I send out a survey. So that's what I'm talking about when I say feedback and value. You know, you want to make sure that you're asking either your target audience and or someone with a strong business acumen, preferably both. And so again, although Rachel is not my target audience, she is a registered dietitian with a business. Uh, she's my partner, but she understands, you know, the, the Instagram handle is really her strength. And so when we come together and we combine our strengths, my strengths would be talking, authenticity, clarifying in your voice, connection. I'm very good at those types of things, speaking. So when you combine all the strengths and you surround yourself by people who can help you and be honest with you and help you gain more clarity, that's what's going to help you get started and improve in your business. So I just want to end by saying the best way to get started is not to blindly, you know, slap paint on the wall, so to speak. It's to have some type of idea. And most importantly, it's to evaluate what you did yesterday and then try to improve your content, your output, your posts for tomorrow. And so it's not looking around the room and seeing everyone else. It's focusing on yourself and then asking your ideal client. So you got to tune out the noise. You got to tune out the, you know, your mom and your boyfriend and your friends and people on the street and you know some random like food blogger it's unless if they're your ideal client you got to ask your ideal client how you're solving their problems and you got to ask someone with high business acumen what you can do to be better so my story today i hope it leaves you with understanding why i have mentors why i choose rachel as a partner because she constantly helps bring out you know clarity in me and and with and I help her with opportunities so we together you know we are a good team and then 
you know, I also hope that you can have courage to start things because it has, it has been bumpy for me. It hasn't been like, Oh, I just opened up Instagram, came up with a handle and and got, you know, was able to turn leads into clients. Like, no, it didn't quite happen like that. I started Instagram. I took it seriously. I got focused. I got more focused. I got more focused. I, I did make money. And then I was able to create better systems and make more money when I get more focused with more clarity. So I hope you leave this episode today thinking to yourself, how can I gain more clarity? So make sure to check the link in my Instagram bio and download our tip sheet for Instagram and learn how you too can gain more clarity and try to avoid mistakes and really help solve your ideal client's problems. Get started in your business, take action, and it's okay to change your name. It's okay to rebrand and it's most important to be focused. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for joining today. If you too are interested in positioning yourself as an expert among your niche, building a lasting impact and possibly managing multiple streams of income, feel free to apply for one-on-one coaching. I help both exercise and nutrition professionals. You can apply on my Instagram link in my bio at Libby Rothschild or check out my website, LibbyRothschild.com or send me an email. Say hello. I'd love to meet you.